Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio. Zach Milbank here, and with me today is a 100 gamer in round 11 of the Host Plus Sandful League. It is Glenelg's Darcy Bailey. Darcy, how are you? Yeah, good, Zach. Uh, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Congratulations. Uh, 100 games, no mean feat in this era of massive commitment for all Sandful footballers. What will it mean to you? Uh, yeah, you're right. It is, it is a big commitment. You're sort of there for you know four or five days a week for potentially 10, 11 months of the year. Um, oh, it'll mean a lot. It's probably something that <clears throat> probably going back a couple of years ago, I didn't think I'd be able to get to. Um, Obviously, anyone who's who's been doing anything for sort of a, a decade or ten years have got lots of ups and downs, and um, I no doubt had that. But um, yeah, it still feels feels a little bit weird to be saying that I'm going to be playing my hundredth game Monday. But um, yeah, really proud of myself, and it's uh, it's something I'm really looking forward to. Now, um, just want to while we've got you there, clarify uh, when your name actually goes on the number nine locker there down at Brighton Road with uh, the great Tony Simons, of course, Premiership wingman at the Bay. Um, because you played a couple of games for Adelaide Sandful side. I was just I was just thinking that last night. Funny you brought that up. I was hoping maybe no one mentioned it so I could go up quicker. But um, <laughs> I think um, I was talking to Luke Reynolds about it last night. He's a couple couple lockers down. I, I yep. asked him that question why his name wasn't up. But it's 100 games for your club, so I yes. might have to wait till a week or two after. I think 2014 I played. I think I only managed the, the one game for, for the Crows against Stern and then the week after... Um, the coach at the time, Nick Stevens, picked me, and then that was it. So, yeah, um, I think you're right. It's a good, good reminder. I think maybe 101 <laughs> might be my hundredth for Glenelg, and then um, yep. we can get the locker up then. Ah, good work. Um, but that's uh, just touching on that. That's sort of a bit of an indication as to um, where you've come, and, and as you touched on the ups and downs earlier on in your career, because. It's all well and good to um, have a look at the last sort of three or four years where it's sort of from the outside looking in seems to have been plain sailing for you. But that wasn't always the case, was it, Darcy? You really had to knuckle down early on and um, find your spot there at the Bay. I certainly did, yeah. My, my first year, I think I debuted in, in 2013, came across to Melbourne and played some, some good footy over there, I guess, in the Tech Cup and came across and was sort of, I think probably at that stage I was a bit naive and expecting to probably play a bit earlier than I did. I got a game, um, I think I played, funnily enough, Queen's Birthday was, was my first game against mm. North Adelaide when I was 18. So, yeah, yeah right. probably ten, 10 years ago to the weekend, I'm playing my, my hardest game. But, um, yeah, so I played one game my first year, got dropped after having four touches, was no good. Then went back and played, uh, did a pre-season with the, the Crows Reserves um, yep. for their first year. Played one game with them, then played, was sort of in and out of the team for the next, next two years. I think I probably was dropped I don't know, maybe six or seven times over those years and it was mm. tough. And then fast forward to 2016 to 2018, I was sort of injury-ridden. I had uh, an ankle reconstruction round one of, of 2016, got back the next year, hurt my back, finally got back from that, did my left ankle at the same ground at, at South Adelaide that I did in 2016. So mm. I was going to get in my contract not to play at South Adelaide, but I, I didn't do that in the <laughs> end. But, um, I've, um, apart from the injuries and, and those setbacks, I guess it does – make and that 100 games on Monday probably even more special because mm. I have sort of you average it out over the years it's not many games per year but I'm, I'm I guess proud of myself for, for staying the course so yeah and even I was looking back through your record even a couple of games in 2017 for the Victor Harbour Kangaroos how did that come about and uh, one of my mates I call him Uncle Al uh, Clint Alloway he, uh, he reached course. out I think I think we had the great man yeah he'll, he'll be listening and um 
I had uh, obviously known him for a little while. My dad actually gave him his first senior game up in at Mount Gravatt, I think, in the before the, oh, yeah. the time. Yep. So he coached and captained and played against and with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was 16 years old. Fast forward, he comes down to Glenelg. Um, so it's funny how it works. And then he finished at Glenelg and then was, was coaching and playing at, at Victor Harbour. And I got myself back from, uh, I think, a back, injury, a back injury at the time or maybe an ankle mm-hmm. one. Um, and he reached out, and we had a bye, and we were playing the Crows. So I wanted oh, yeah. to be playing league straight away, and we had no game. So yep. he said, well, you might as well come down and play a couple of games if you if you want. I was ready to go, and I was, I was keen to play footy. So okay. went down there for two games, enjoyed it, but then I was uh, yep. I was happy to be backed up playing, playing at Glenelg a couple of weeks after. Yeah, terrific. Um, uh, Glenelg Footy Club, what does it mean to you? Um, because obviously, um, even before you played in the Premiership in 2019, which we'll talk about uh, in a couple of minutes or so, um, it no doubt held a special place in your heart, given uh, your dad Dean, of course, uh, a wonderful midfielder for the Tigers back in the through the nineties, and of course the best and fairest winner as well. So uh, it, it is a special place for you, and I guess that's probably why when you did come back from Melbourne, uh, that it was going to be where you would play. Yeah, you're right. It was it was a bit of an easy fit for me to come back. I knew a couple of the juniors were still sort of hanging around and. Um, yeah, it's obviously very special for for myself and my family. It's a place I've been for the last last ten years, and as we touched on at the start, it's a it is a big commitment. So you're there for 10, 11 months of the year, and when you're not there, you're sort of still training and keeping fit to, to so you can have a good season, have an impact. And um, yeah, there is a little bit of history there. My dad did win. I think it might have been ninety five. Ninety five, I reckon. Yeah, ninety five. He won the. The best and fairest. I'm told we've got a similar similar running gait, similar Bailey <laughs> shuffle we run around with. So yeah. um, there is a little bit of history at the ground, I guess, for seeing the, the notorious Bailey shuffle run around. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was as you said, it was an easy pick to, to come back, and um, I just sort of walked out one day at that. Um, I think Chris Massey was coaching at the time, and walked out with Dad. And he said, "Can can my son Darcy try out?" And, and he said, "Yes." And then <laughs> we are ten years later. So. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, I guess a nice little reminder as well. When the times are tough, you can always glance up at the coach's box. Of course, for those listening. It is entitled the uh, Dean Bailey Coaches Box there at ACH Group Stadium. So um, it's a nice little reminder when you're out there on the track and the, and the rain's pelting down and you have a look up as to why you're out there. Yeah, it is. You need you need something to refer back to at those times. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tom Gleghorn, one of the one of the great Glenelg supporters, he um, I think auctioned off a uh, a painting of his and then mm-hmm. and then managed to get the funds and then. I think him and well, clearly him and my dad. I think drank a lot of red wine when they were, when they were together <laughs> during the nineties, and um, they must have struck up a deal that it uh, named the coach's box after him at some stage. But yeah, it was a nice a nice thought from from Tom Gleghorn, and yeah, it is nice to look up and every now and then see the the, the Dean Bailey coach's box, and um, yeah, it's a nice reminder to you know to make sure that I'm you know always enjoying my footy, and um, yeah. and we appreciate the whole family appreciates the the thought from from the Gleghorn. So your dad must have been wrapped that um, you went back to play for the base. Yeah, I think he was. I can um, I can remember my first game actually. I think he might have been. Uh, I think he might have been late to the game, or he would have had something on, and then yeah. he didn't say anything before the game, and then he got into the rooms before and wished me luck. But um, yeah, as you mentioned before, there is that that history with the club, so it was probably an easy choice. And growing up around that that sort of area, I love I love Adelaide and the lifestyle that it offers. And I'm, I'm mm. living in Summit Park, just next to Glenelg at the moment, so it was a an easy fit. I'm you know three minutes from the club, so. Um, yeah. 
love the Bay Area. Oh, terrific. Um, let's uh, turn our attention to, uh, I guess, was 2018, did you feel, was that the year where you sort of made some inroads into your league career and sort of felt, hey, I reckon I'll make a bit of a go of this? I think so. I think the start of 2018, I, was, I, I injured myself then. Once I got back, um, I probably played, I can't remember, I might have played the last maybe 10, 8 to 10 games and and felt really confident. I had Stoney coaching at the time and, and, and learned a lot from him um, for the role that I was playing and, and probably changed my role a little bit. Same position, but some of the, the patterns and, and things I was doing, he was sort of um, giving me a lot of footage to watch and, and that sort of helped me a lot and I got a lot of confidence from that and then sort of used that to springboard into, into 2019 where obviously we won the, the premiership. I played a very, very small part in that um, on the day, but it was just an incredible year to to be a part of and um, and really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was just, it's amazing. Yeah, um, you might uh, think that it was a small part, but I know uh, one of the Stoney um, actually uh, flagged five moments that mattered uh, on the day and you were a key part of the first moment that mattered in his mind and that was the, the second goal of the game when you pulled off a smother against uh, Port's Jared Leanett and then it was pounced upon by Carl Nicholson who kicked the second goal of the game. Um, no doubt there'd be no more um, treasured smothers in your career. <laughs> That's number one. That could be my only one as well, I think. But uh, <laughs> no, I um, I wasn't aware of that until probably not only uh, maybe a month ago or someone had the, the book that was put together and mm-hmm. I was flicking through it and then I had a look and then there was, it popped up, you know, Stoney's five key moments and I was, yeah, you're right, I was number, number two on there. So I felt a bit better about myself. He might have been pretty kind to me there, I think, Stoney, <laughs> so he's helped me out. <laughs> but the, the day itself, uh, what was your um, takeaway memory that you always cherish? I think the, the biggest thing for me, and I was, I think I was the second or third last one off the over. I was, I was really lapping it up and enjoying mm. it. And I, I think for me, the biggest thing was, you know, you hear about the support for SNFL clubs in general, and then you win a grand final and you walk around the over and you see, honestly, maybe you know, thirty to forty, you know, grown men crying and thanking you for the day and saying this is one of the best moments of their life and. Mm. You know, to us it's just footy, but then, you know, you win and then you get to a grand final and you win it and you, you get that appreciation and understanding of how important it is to people and how, how strong the SNFL is and its support. Yeah. Um, and I made sure I enjoyed, you know, every moment of, of walking around that over when you see friends and family come down, but then, you know, the, the supporters that have, have followed the club for ages and people say, you know, I was five when the last time we won one and hmm. you know, I think it was 33 years between drinks, so... Um, to be a part of that, and we've only won, when I say only, we've won five premierships, so in a big 100-year-plus history, it's it's not many, so you're a part of, of something pretty special, um, and yeah, really, really thankful and grateful to be a part of it. Yeah, it's tremendous, you're well aware of the enormity of it all, because it is uh, particularly special, any premiership, so uh, yeah. well done to you for being involved in it. Um, uh, where were you when the final siren went? I was actually, I was actually on the on the bench, and we started with a couple of boys. I think we'd run out of rotation, so I yep. unfortunately had the orange orange vest on. I was quick to get it off though as soon as the siren went, and then yeah. got around Stony and were excited. And then it was just a, a stampede onto the ground to go out, you know, embrace some of the players and, and guys, yeah. everyone. But then the guys you've been there for for a long time with and, and and seeing the ups and downs with that was that was a special moment as well to run out the field i think that was my quickest sprint of the day <laughs> <laughs> and now um uh, yeah obviously uh well ensconced member of the glenelg league team and playing that sort of customary forward role for quite a few years but this year 
you've changed it up a little bit. Um, well, not a little bit, quite a, quite significantly in that you've gone down into defence and playing a real playmakers type role, often seeing your name at the top of the disposal list and distributing the ball across half back. How did all that come about, Darcy? Um, I think the end of last year, I went and had my, my exit meeting and, and I spoke to, to uh, Paul Sandico and, and Andy um, and I just mentioned I, I've been playing that small forward role for yeah nine years and, and I, I think personally I just wanted a bit of a, a freshen up and I'd seen a few people, I guess in the AFL or or SNFL as well, who'd gone to half back and um, and Dad really enjoyed it. And I guess my strength is I'm not I'm not super quick. I'm not tall, but I, I'm a good decision maker and mm. I like to kick the ball. And I thought, you know, I, I approached them and they didn't laugh at me when I, I suggested it. So that was a good start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then in the preseason, we we had some sort of practice games and, and trialed it out, and it, and it worked okay. And then once I could sort of, you know, I guess learn that adjustment of going from a forward and. To, I guess starting from behind or playing a bit more defensive, it was um, something I really enjoyed, and, and at the moment I'm really enjoying it. It's a, it's a small sample size, but hopefully I can yeah. um, I can keep it going. Because uh, I guess uh, when you did play a bit of reserves footy, um, what few would realise you actually were a key uh, midfielder, racking up plenty of touches in the mid. So it's yeah. not something that's completely foreign to you. No, correct. I, I think there's, there's probably a few people who, who are always in that situation where whether it's you know going from SNFL to AFL or the twos to the ones in the SNFL, you sort of if you're around the mark and then you don't play in the ones, a lot of the time you, you go back and play, I guess, in the midfield, and mm. that's that's primarily where I've always played my juniors and 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 my favourite position. But our midfield, as you know, is is I think the best in the comp, and it's it's pretty stacked at the moment and. Yeah. Um, I, I sort of thought, where can I have another impact on mm. the ground? Some clientele we, we lost last year with Dylan Land, Brody Newman out, so it was a few spots that opened up and yeah. mentioned it, and then we've um, and then we've gone from there. But as I said, it's a, a small sample size. I'm very very lucky that I've got some really experienced backs around me to mm-hmm. to have allowed me to, to sort of slot in there. Um, so I'm, I'm very lucky with that. Now your milestone game against the Double Blues at uh, and as you touched on earlier, the Queen's birthday holiday Monday, which will be a fantastic occasion there at ACH Group Stadium. So fingers crossed the weather's looking okay at this early part of the forecast, but um, should be a good crowd there for it. There's always good crowds with with Glenelg and Sturt. Doesn't mm. matter where we play out. They've both got we've both got a great a great following. I know they travel particularly well. We're not too far away. In terms of distance from the ground, so yeah. And again, it is a public holiday. It was nice of them to, to put that on for me. So um, <laughs> I'll be looking forward to the contest. And they're, they're you know we're looking forward to I guess springboarding our second half of the season, hopefully with a win. But there we we rate Sturt really highly. So hmm. uh, we're looking forward to Monday. As you said, it'll be a, a, a great game. And before we let you go, uh, what are you doing with your time outside of footy? Um, I'm currently uh, sitting in the Henley High School car park talking to you <laughs> about to start my lessons for the day and um, I've been here since 2019. I, I work with um, Luke Reynolds is also here just yep. in a just teaching in a, a relief capacity at the moment. I've done sort of small contracts and, and picked up um, bits of work here and there but yeah it's been it's been really busy at the moment obviously with everything going on in the world and mm. also um, I've started doing a little bit of work through the NDIS with some, some disability support stuff which is something okay. I didn't think I'd fall into at the start but through through teaching at Henley and and working in the supported learning center I've um I've managed to to meet a few people through that industry yeah. and and I'm sort of splitting my time between the two at the moment so I've um I feel like I've got a really good balance with work and footy and and life outside of it at the moment so um yeah I'm really enjoying it all 
Terrific, Darcy. Well, I better let you rip into your day of work there at Henley High. We thank you very much for your time on Sandful Radio and wishing you all the best for your 100th Sandful Host Plus League game against Sturt on the holiday Monday at ACH Group Stadium. Perfect. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate it.